Welcome back to the Nothing About Games podcast. My name is Matt. Today I'm joined by Mike and Marcus. Hey, how's it going? Why? And, uh... You're actually going to use that as the intro? We're going to talk about some video games today. He is, wow. That's cool. Yeah. I'm down. It was 15 seconds. Could, we could use it. It's not... Hang on. Dude, we don't monetize dude, dude, it. Dude. It doesn't matter. It, it oh, it's solid seconds. exactly 15 seconds. It was seconds. 15 seconds. We don't monetize it. It doesn't matter. Why not? We're not making money off of these. Hit, hit monetize. Yes, we'll get one cent every year. That's okay. And it'll go, we'll split it amongst the three of us. I call the biggest share. That's just monetize. Just monetize all our videos. That's fine. Do, 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 do. Can't even get a custom link yet to our channel. (laughs) Solid. Anyway, welcome. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. Yeah. All right. You're off the show. Great. Don't I get to go home? No. You have to sit here and suffer the entire 45 yeah, you minutes. you have to listen to us do the show without you. And every time it's you have to come before. here and listen to us do it without you. It's happened before. Has Once. It? And, I don't know, what, what kind of information would you guys have without me? He'd be like, Yo. oh, Counter-Strike. That, oh, Zelda. <laughs> that was an awesome episode we did, just me and Matthew. So, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. The one you guys did without me, though? Not nearly as good. Right, sure. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway. Do, 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 do. You got the song in my head. I know. So, a whole bunch of uh, random news this week. Random thanks to, news. Thanks to Marcus for finding it. Hey, some of them are me too. Shut up, Mike. It's the abuse here on the podcast. Yeah. I'm an abused child. Yeah. If you want to contribute, ever, if you ever feel like, hey, <coughs> these guys... Continue. If you want to contribute, ever, <laughs> and you feel like, hey... These guys are idiots and don't know what they're talking about. Just basically like every episode. Send us news at nothingbutgamespodcast at gmail.com. That, it's been like two minutes, bro. Yeah, that, that, you did it quicker one week, so I'm not going to comment on it this time. Damn it. Right. And, uh, yeah. So, news. Yeah. Yeah. Great news. segue. Are you going to read it? No. Okay. I'm going to say it. Let's just sit here quietly for a minute. <laughs> Why? Just one minute of dead air. Yeah. I, I highly, I think that the audience will highly appreciate that. Yeah, I'm sure. Just yeah, skip ahead a minute from now. Don't don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. All right. Anyway, so let's get into it. Whole bunch of random news this week. Got to get that energy up. Um, we're gonna start with this month's game with gold because it is the beginning of the month. August happened on Tuesday. August happened on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, yeah. In case you weren't aware, August happened. Some on people Tuesday. aren't aware. You should be supp- you'd be but very see, surprised. What if you live in Australia? Then it happened the day after Tuesday. Wouldn't what if you don't before? go by the Gregorian calendar? It would be the day before, Mark, uh, Mike. I want to stop talking about this. Okay. All right. Sorry. Anyway, games with gold. Yeah, games with PS gold Plus and PS Plus. Games. I don't know what they call them. PS Plus PS games. Plus free games. Anyway, not an original title. Huh? Games with gold this week. Uh, this week. This month are uh, Slime Rancher, Bayonetta, Trials Fusion, and Red Faction Armageddon. Very mm-hmm. nice. Very nice. With a value of around $90. Um, and uh, the PlayStation games, you got Just Cause 3, which is a good one. Um, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry. That's the... Uh, Black Flag one, right? Black, fa- Black Flag... 
<laughs> Watch Almost. yourself there, Marcus. Almost. <laughs> almost. You literally this almost did it. I caught myself. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. This... Almost. Okay. Anyway, moving almost. on. Almost. That was the Black Flag standalone DLC with Adewale. It yes. was. That was great. I played that. Never played mm-hmm. that. It was good. Should probably download that. Flag. With yeah. the L there. Oh, yeah. Emphasis on the L. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Super Mother Load, Snake Bell, Downwell, and Level 22. <laughs> Downwell is... Uh, I've seen a couple of videos on that, and it looks pretty cool. It's like uh, pretty much... You're, it's like a platformer, but you're going from um, Mike's just casually squeezing his the living hell out of his water bottle. I was trying to be quiet, okay? But yeah, yeah this well, guy's trying like to a, be quiet, and this guy's sitting over here. Yeah. You know? I don't understand. Sorry, Marcus. Please continue. Downwell looks cool. Continue. <laughs> All right. That's fine. I actually uh, haven't really heard of any of those. You've never heard of Just Cause 3? No, no. I meant other than Just Cause and... Um, Overwatch, not yes. Overwatch. <laughs> he turned Free the page and I saw <laughs> Assassin's Creed and Just Cause Three. I've heard of those ones for the rest of my head. That's what you call getting wrecked. I'll That's just fun. be quiet. Yeah, for the yeah. rest of the podcast. Yeah, I'll just sit here quietly, more or less. Yeah, it's pretty um, much what you do. Nintendo announced no also- arms or no legs, Mike. That's pretty much how you are. You do nothing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice office. He's a useless child. Solid office meme reference. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, continue. Well, American really version. good off topics today. Right? Bad. Hmm. It's all your fault, Marcus. Say black f- right. <laughs> flag. Yeah, Mike, yeah. <laughs> you almost said it now. Oh, boys, we're switching the topic right now. So those are your games with gold and your PlayStation Plus. I apologize for the almost racist comments. It's fine. It's not racist. It's not racist. It's more of just extremely... The word black was in front of it. Oh, okay. There it is. Um, racist can be and black. homophobic, I guess. What'd you say? Why? Flags or not? Oh. I'm going to pretend like I was ignorant to that. I missed missed what you said. Never mind. Okay. It's fine. Let's just move on. I apologize to anybody. It's fine. (laughs) Moving on. Who is a flag? We apologize. (laughs) Stop saying it. Oh. Flag? Like the Canadian flag? Oh, continue. All right. Anyway. Oh, no. This episode's getting taken down, guaranteed. (laughs) Sorry. Just go. Just stop. Let, let me have the chance to do this. Just read the next topic. Nintendo has announced possible SNES pre-orders available at the end of August. They didn't give a specific possible, date to that. Definite. They just said, yeah, at the end of August they're going to do it. Really? Because they didn't for the NES. So. Right. But again, I don't know if they did in the US for the NES. I'm not sure. I'm no, not sure. No, they either. didn't do it anywhere. That's, no? Yeah, people were like complaining. I know in Japan they definitely did. I'm, but I don't know about... I'm this. not excited. Um, yeah, because you're going to get phone calls all day, oh, every day. I do get phone calls every day. but Take this. What know. about from a consumer perspective? What do you think about that? Uh, with the consumer perspective, honestly, I absolutely uh, love it. The fact that you are now given the opportunity to do so. Um, it was like the Switch. You know, people, the diehard fans, the people who actually, you know, deserve and want one, mm-hmm. they are going to work to get it. Rather than just, you know, people... Hoping you walk into a store and get one. Yeah, exactly. Like what people did with the NES Classic. They called, like, three days later, probably. Like, hey, do you guys have any NES Classics? It's like, obviously not. It's been three days. And Nintendo yeah. doesn't know how to demand. I feel like, who knows if the... Because this is obviously a, a product that appeals to not only hardcore Nintendo fans and gamers, but also the general public. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the general public is really going to be aware that pre-orders... Like, I don't really think pre-orders are... 
even in like in the vernacular of like uh, the general public. Yeah, so, that's true. but they did say so. Yeah, I don't know if that really works out to their benefit for the person who just wants to buy this for their kid for Christmas or whatever. But also, they they did say that they'll be they'll have more in stock for each store that they send it to. But who knows how much that means? Yeah, like more could extra, be one. Yeah, yeah. so. It'll you be, know yeah, they're going to like understock. two that the employees that yeah. this store will. They're going to take all the yeah. You know they're going to understock it for sure. Yeah. It's not even. It's just by how much they understock it, right? Yeah. And if the pre-orders are all they have for the for this, if they only do pre-orders and they don't have any walk-ins, then that's going to be a major problem. Because like Marcus said, the casual fan is literally not going to get a single one. Well, hang on, hang because on. casual fans don't pre-order stuff. My my store received sixteen of them. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Day one. Keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um. That was and that was it. Yeah. Every other time it was like two, four. That's it. Um, once every like three weeks. But uh, so I don't know. Hopefully, what that means is we might see like thirty-two of them or something, right? Like double at least. Honestly, I'll take just sixteen at launch and then just keep constant restocks. Yeah, every because week you do that, you keep the de- you keep the demand going because people keep you know seeing if they're available, and then this time they'll actually will be available and they'll be able to buy it. Exactly. And for all of those. Listening, no retailers are not allowed to tell you their stock. Stores are not allowed to tell you their stock. Stop asking, please. You have that's, no idea. That's triggered. I have no. You have no idea. I have people coming from this store or another store being like, "Oh, they told me what you have." Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to do that. So, oh, now, it's it. End of story. Wow. Well, you say that to the customer. You just say, "Get out." More or less, because then they cause a problem. Mm. So, I think Nintendo is the real problem. It, it is. It is. But they just hate money. Apparently. Like, I don't understand. They made so many Wii U's you know and so little NES Classics. So weird. Maybe this is what this is. The NES and SNES Classics are just like the Wii U's that they uh, destroyed. And they just put, they just made those. <laughs> that would that would make sense. That would be smart. They just Shit. ripped them off. <laughs> Recycle, man. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, I'm wearing a shirt with the recycling symbol on it. Because he's a weird boy. He likes reducing, reusing, and recycling. No, it's the whole GameStop, EB Games, Trader Games, and Bidersec. Anyway, you sounded so fine. dead inside when you said that. Right? Yeah, I, I did. It's fine. Um, <laughs> the uh, what else can we talk about here? I guess you, if you just went in order, this yeah, why did you go in order? Why he's is just, not he going just in order? jumped to the middle when he started Honestly, talking? I jumped to the middle because for the beginning of the month. All right, you know, that's it. So let's talk about. Let's, we're on course with Nintendo, so. Um, the Metroid Amiibo unlocks hard mode. Fusion mode, it's called. But Whatever. it is the hard mode. Please, enlighten us, Marcus. Explain your thoughts. It's cool. No. Um, yeah. Uh, the fusion mode slash hard mode that they have for Metroid Return of Samus for 3DS. Um, I don't really know. They've done this already with, uh, in a sense, with the Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC, where they had hard mode behind a... Uh, yeah, behind the seasons pass. Mm-hmm. What I find, I don't really care about. Um, I don't really care about things being locked behind an amiibo in order to get into a game. I feel like when it's an entire like mode or something that should be in the game already, like a hard mode, or if it was a, if it was an entirely new like map or whatever, what have you, that it shouldn't. This should be something that you can that you would already have in the game day one, or if something that. You want to that you should be able to at least buy separately with either a microtransaction or a DLC because 
the one thing is, will they even have enough of these amiibo for everyone who wants it? Yeah. Because that's, bar none, the most uh, annoying problem with amiibo is that they're usually hard to find. Yeah, I definitely say there's two problems with this. One is, like Marcus said, like you can't, you can't really throw something as simple as a hard mode behind a paywall like an amiibo. If it was just like yeah, if it's just like reskinning yeah, of the skins the, of, the, of Samus of the or whatever, yeah. Or but like it's been, also depends on how what the hard mode is. You know, is it like a completely redesigned game where you know you have to play differently? Then maybe you could warrant that being behind a paywall. But if it's just like the Zelda one, which is just you know enemies have more health and they regen health, then that's like that's a simple you know programming thing that you can do easily that I shouldn't have to pay for. And the second problem is what Marcus said before with the amiibo. Like you don't know how much of these Metro amiibo they're going to stock, especially in you know considering Japan probably the Nintendo of Japan decides how much how many amiibo they make. And Metroid is not that popular in Japan. So will they make enough to satisfy the demand in North America? Probably not. And then so people who are willing to pay for it and get this hard mode are not going to be able to. So that's a twofold problem with this. The whole thing is Breath of the Wild was different because it's the DLC you can access at any point, at any time, with a $30 cost. That's it. You just need a credit card. You walk into any store and be like, I want it. That's it. The... Amiibo thing, it's that's the biggest thing. What you guys are saying, the how many they're gonna make, all that kind of stuff. Nintendo has not been reliable on producing the amiibo, except for the Animal Crossing amiibo for some apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, because whatever. The Lottie. They really think that Animal Crossing characters are like <laughs> fucking as popular as Mario and Mickey Mouse. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, yes. Because everyone knows Lottie. <laughs> and everyone. <laughs> Right. Well, how do they tell make you about mistake. Celeste the Owl? <laughs> <laughs> the like it just doesn't it just boggles my mind the way Nintendo decides to do things. I, I can I can understand the what they did for Breath of the Wild a little bit better because for their thinking there it's kinda of like you're gonna buy the DLC anyways for the story mode. You know, might yeah. as well give you some other extra features to make it worth the money, right? That's what they were thinking when they did that. But this is literally saying you have to pay Whatever amiibo is, I don't know. I don't know, fifteen ninety nine or something for the hard one. And it's like I don't know if that. Yeah, so I don't mind. Worth it. I don't mind like skin, like cosmetics, or how even the Samus amiibo for it uh, just gives you like an energy tank. So like if it's a skin or a power up or whatever for the game that you can use once every day or whatever, then that doesn't matter. But an an entire mode, especially especially since it's in just like a hard mode and not even. Like yeah, like a new map or something. Like, you said, like yeah. pack or something. Yeah, like an entire like a hard mode is something that should be included in like every game. Having to pay for that, whether it's behind the amiibo or behind the season pass for Breath of the Wild, I just find it, I just find it yeah. a dumb move. Let's just hope it's not a a future thing that Nintendo does all the yeah. time because and, they're saying the president, which is not good. And the thing is, you can't really even like protest behind this by like choosing not to pay for it and vote with your wallet because they're gonna know like the amiibo are gonna sell no matter what and people are gonna buy these and they'll mm-hmm. think hey we got away with this same with the dlc people are gonna buy the dlc for the other uh story yeah. pack that's coming out later this year so there's no way to not buy the hard mode just to show that yeah. how to there's no way to vote with your wallet in this case yeah, you're because right. if you don't want to if you don't want to buy the hard mode you for either Zelda or Samus then you're not able to get either the amiibo you want or all of right. the new story modes which is I think is what Nintendo is banking on right they're banking on people saying hey I'm going to buy the story mode for Zelda anyways I'm going to buy the amiibo anyways you know and then they they they're hoping that people think hey cool it comes with this too when really it that should be included with the for free that's the biggest thing, but I and I just hope that this doesn't 
inspire other companies to do that too. I mean, we are seeing a lot of DLC, especially for the bigger games. Um, the Call of Duty Seasons Passes are 50 bucks. Uh, Battlefront was 70 bucks. Um, things like that, right? It's, a, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous prices for DLC nowadays. The Fire Emblem Echoes Season Pass mm. was 60 bucks. For what? For like the season pass, no. for, I, I don't even know what it contains. Probably just new maps and stuff. But that's literally more than the game itself. It the game it was is. fifty. And this is Canadian, obviously. Yeah. So think about that. The season's pass is worth more than the game. Mm. That's weird. When it comes down to it, I mean, I've never. I mean, it it depends on what it is. Uh, I don't know. Just I don't. Meh. We can't do anything about it. That's the problem. the The community is too is too big to really just group together and, and protest in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. There's too many different opinions going on. And I don't know. DLC is slowly killing it, um, but oh well. I mean, it's our like, I don't have a problem with DLC. I have a problem with things that should be in the game being locked behind DLC. It's, yeah. it's overpriced DLC for, and you're paying for something you should have had already. That's mm-hmm. what it is. At least do DLC properly, right? Where it's just like, like you Mario want... Like Every Mar- time you think yeah. about DLC, just do it the way Mario Kart 8 did it, you'll be fine. Yeah, more or less. Okay. Um, new Xbox One controller designs released. Uh, Whoop-de-doo. Yeah. I mean, they look nice. Um, they have a black version of this one already. Um, it's the combat one with the... the Halo on Combat the Evolved? No. Um, now, this one's a Navy. Um, the second Mortal one... Combat? No. The second one is a, a whitish gray with... Um, Underneath the six, it's green. Yeah, it I like that because nice. it reminds me of the 360 color scheme. Yeah, and the third one is actually a fade. It goes from red, like the or black to red, um, which looks really nice as well. It's like a gradient. Yeah, exactly. Um, absolutely love it. I love the 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 full customization aspect of it. But they are also releasing other colors for it mm-hmm. um, that look very very nice. So it's fun, cool. Well, it's funny how they keep even making new controllers even though they already have the whole like uh custom like design your own controller on their website where you can uh switch the colors of like buttons and joysticks and the entire plates yeah, yeah. i wonder how that did because they, they haven't really talked about it since they announced it i mean the it's very limited on what you can do with it i mean you can change that stuff there yeah, you can change the colors yeah. of because yeah, it's yeah. not as advanced as the controllers that they're putting out like the special yeah. editions controllers right. like these but it's still like a nice alternative yeah it's nice, and plus you can like put your name on it and stuff. But that's it, right? There's nothing more mix. than that. Yeah, um, you can't really add more. You can't add like a gradient effect. You can't add the fade effect. You can't make it do all this stuff, right? Mm. But for overall, like people did have fun with it. I saw a lot of cool designs and color options. So yeah, with that. But if you haven't seen them, go check it out. You can probably find an article on like IGN or something um, that shows off the the three new controllers. They come out um, later this year around October. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, Mike mentioned this. The, I did. Yes, you did. Good boy. Right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> can I get a treat? No. Uh, NBA Two K eighteen. Um, apparently not physical for the Switch right away. At launch, it's going to be digital only, which is super random. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know why they like. Maybe they just figured that they spend more time manufacturing the Xbox One and PS4 versions. But even then, it's like, really, I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand it myself. All I know is that the game does very well. So, 
Oh, I'm so anxious to see how it does on Switch. NBA 2K is one of the best-selling franchises ever so far in today in video games. Like we saw last week, it was like what? Yeah, it's always it's usually like always in the NPD with like that GTA 5 and Minecraft, pretty much, and like sports games. It's something that's evergreen and like sells forever. But Mm -hmm. the highest edition of it that you can pre-order right now is two hundred dollars. Does it, it come with anything worth two hundred dollars? No, it's straight DLC, to my knowledge. To my knowledge, anyway. Um, it would come headbands. It would come with lie, no. It's, it would come with a whole bunch of like the VC points and stuff for mm. Ultimate Team or whatever. I'm. I know I'm using the wrong terminal. Yeah, but yeah, I don't remember. I don't play the sports games, but so Mike, can you can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what you just received on your phone? It's a GIF of Stanley Hudson from GIF. The Office looking at me funny. I just nice. wanted to bring it up. It was funny. Very good for a visual show. Yeah. 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 Just just on your iPhone, just type in Stanley Hudson. It's a very Hudson. visual show we got going on. On the YouTube channel, upload to, yeah. It's no. way too much work. It's a timestamp of 26 minutes, if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. You're going to mm-hmm. forget that. Anyway. But yeah, the reason why it's digital only, it's beyond me, but I honestly don't. Like, the Nintendo, this will be, like, the worst-selling version of the game. Oh, yeah. So... I don't really think having physical copies on their day one is really uh, is a, a detriment to them. Yeah. Uh, because most people who are buying this, like the hardcore, are already playing on PlayStation or Xbox already. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like if someone's going to buy on the Switch, they're not going to like care about the physical copy. Because mm-hmm. it is like, it's just a basketball game. It doesn't really have a physical appeal that some other games do. And like, we see how NBA 2K and even FIFA are coming to Switch, and these are... These are two of the best-selling game franchises so far. I'm just wondering if they'll have the same appeal on the Switch and sell as much on a console that we saw how... We're, we're going to talk about soon how Street Fighter 2 did pretty well. This is a game... This is a console where people are hungry for software, but I wonder if the people who are hungry for this are the people who want to buy things like FIFA and NBA 2K, or if people who play FIFA and NBA 2K like religiously even own a Switch already, or will even want to get a Switch just to play these in a handheld version or on the go. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how they sell, but we'll have to wait and see for those. I've never... I'm just going to piss off a whole bunch of people. I've never understood the appeal of sports games, especially to people who buy them every year, and people who say... Because I know a lot of people who play them, they're like, oh, I spend like $2,000 on FIFA every year for, for like Ultimate Team and stuff. It's just like... Well, if you're into that stuff, you know, you're into that stuff. No, I I, I spent a lot of money on Zelda stuff, and no, most I, people would be great, would say, "What the fuck no, are you doing with your life?" I've never understood the appeal of it. It's just me. I'm not bashing anybody. It's just like it's the same game every year, like identical. It's just roster updates and bug fixes, and that's yeah, it. Could be a about pla- it. it could be a platform, but they make too much money, so there's no point in just releasing one version yeah. and iterating it on iterating on it each year. It's like how. Uh, I believe it was someone from Ubisoft used to say about Assassin's Creed how they keep making it. They used to keep making it everywhere because they kept buying it. And you're not going to obviously just create some, or just stop something if it keeps making money, or just yeah. create a platform for it if it keeps making money. Exactly. No, no, it's it's not the developers. It's just I don't understand like the fan. Yeah, base, the fan base. Right? But yeah, we were talking about why. No, I know. Only why is there one each year? But the fan base is it's just because what people like. If, if people who like to watch sports, pretty much, I'm pretty sure there's a. It's not even a Venn diagram. It's pretty much just like two circles on top of each other. People who watch sports and play sports games, pretty much. Yeah. It's just I've never understood it. It's like you're spending a hundred dollars every year for this thing, and 
you know, every year I get the same the same reactions. It's funny because I work at the minute launches and this and that for like NHL and FIFA. People come to me and they're like, "Oh my god, it's going to be amazing!" and this and that. And I'd be like, it's the, "Well, it's, this is just like the general public and people who only buy like maybe three, four games a year, and yeah. Yeah. people who play their sports games play Call of Duty. Maybe pl- they'll pick up like a Battlefront or Destiny, and it's a game that lasts you pretty much years on end. So, I mean, you would it's cool. You would think for them." You would think, but then it gets replaced by the next one, and then people go and spend like a hundred and something, two hundred dollars again on it. I'm just like, yeah. why? But I don't know. That's just me. I, I feel just like don't part understand. of that too is like if if you have like a group of friends, right, and like they're all no, playing no, no, one no, version of the game, and then one person jumps to like the 18 version, and then everybody's like, oh, oh, we should maybe we should all join them too. And I feel no, like course. that's probably part of it too. It's it's not they want to buy it every year. It's just that if their friends are playing it all on one system, on, I just, on one. It's just of the game, me. they have to jump ship, yeah. you know? It's just me. I don't personally understand it. Because, yeah. you know, there's... Realistically, like, just realistically speaking, the jump between 17 and 18, there isn't one. You know, it doesn't graphically yeah, look no, better. No, trust, it doesn't play uh, better. Yeah, everybody yeah. understands that sports teams literally don't change. And every yeah. every year at E3's press conference, we're always so confused when they spend so long on the games. Right. And it's just like, guys, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's okay. And this year, they introduced a story mode, and it's like... Or, like, the thematic one's like an action-adventure game and or something. Well, that, those actually look cool, though. Those are, like, they're yeah. actually trying to interest people who aren't uh, sports game yeah, fans. Yeah, props to them for doing that. Because, like, the NFL one is, like, like almost a Friday Night Lights kind of, yeah. like, story mode and everything. Have you seen the trailer to it? Yeah. The yeah. long shot. It, uh... What's it called? Honestly, it has one of those, like, generic football stories. Of, why are you here? Because football is my life. When, mm-hmm. Like that's I hear it all the time at work, right? That's literally the hell of the trailer. Because ball's my life, man. That's why. You know, my so dad yeah, told it me it could be, it could be a heartwarming, fucking emotional story, or it could just be like a tacked on thing. But it has um, <laughs> I can't remember the actor's name, but Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. I don't remember. It's so nice. Regardless, I just don't get it. So props, definitely props to them for actually trying to make it different. Yeah, because you know it's been a while since there has been a major change in the sports game so yeah props i mean for doing that to be honest with you when you when you sit and play sports games whatever, i bought madden one year actually i played it with sal, sal i yeah. knew you were gonna say that because yeah. i because that's what i was saying before right your one of your friends gets it and you're like hey that looks pretty cool i'm gonna jump on shit yeah that's definitely part of the reason why they sell so well keep in mind i didn't buy it for full price obviously i have standards but i bought it one year it was fun but you know for yeah the, you yeah know. i played my mlb the show well so. yeah but would you buy i wouldn't it buy it every year no yeah I think I have what sixteen or seventeen, whatever. It is. I, don't, I, don't I think it was sixteen. Sixteen, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't seventeen because yeah. seventeen would have been this year. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, regardless, just a ten, just a little rant or moving on. Uh, email <laughs> us, email us why why if you play buy the sports games, email us why you do it. I don't think we get that audience, but anyways, continue. It's fine. I don't think we get a audience. That's true as well. <laughs> and That's what I meant. And not all people. Who, so we yeah. talked about this um, for our dedicated fans who remember everything we say even though we don't mm. um we talked about this ultra street fighter 2 how um we thought it didn't launch well um or i did i'm gonna speak for myself well 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 like well is relative here you gotta remember that right it's just like according to capcom right it exceeded their expectations right yeah you don't know how much that means that they- i would bet it's a couple hundred thousand oh for sure it's a sizable amount but it's not like if it's not like it, the game sold millions of copies, and that's what they mean when they say, you know, it did well. No, of course. You had to keep that in mind. The, the My argument was, 
it was $50 Canadian for a 20-year-old game. And everybody's argument towards it was, that's not logical and that's not worth it. But then again, you can... The, our previous conversation. Anyway. And it was also a launch game, which I remember too. Yeah. Right? So people looking for games at launch, like, hey, Street Fighter, hey, I used to play that as a kid. Yeah, sure, I'll pick it up. Right. So that wasn't a launch game. Or a launch no. window, at least. So yeah, it was It was within the first, like, couple, it was one of the first games that were on the system. It was sure. maybe, like, a couple months. Regardless, but, it was a no, launch it was window. Yeah. Anyway, it just, from the information that I received from different um, Nintendo representatives, it didn't seem like it did well. Maybe just in our general area, but... Um, Apparently, it did better than they expected, and Capcom, which is actually uh, uh, very good, they will continue to make Switch games. So, that... uh, Yeah, yeah. um, I think, yeah, they were probably just shocked, but this is just uh, a side effect of people have nothing really to play on Switch, and there's only a couple games really coming out a month for this thing, and you see something that's recognizable as Street Fighter, people will flock to it, even if it is really overpriced for a 20-year-old game. Yep. But what I'm just curious to is, because after this Capcom, I'll go into the next thing of how Capcom uh, recently said that they're going to make more Switch, uh, they have more Switch titles in production now. And does this mean we're... I, I'm pretty, pretty sure this means a lot of them, if not all of them, are probably remakes or um, remasters for their games or just Switch ports. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder if these are going to be more overpriced like Super Nintendo and fucking like GameCube games and stuff like that and whenever we get the inevitable virtual console where instead of being able to buy say a Street Fighter 2 for or Ghosts and Goblins or whatever for uh, $10-15 we're going to have to pay for a $60 version with a tacked on fucking shitty motion control yeah, uh, side up. That's a valid fear. Game. It's a totally valid fear, mm-hmm. especially if, you know, they they look at the sales of, you know, Street Fighter 2 and they say, hey, we can make more money on old some of our older games too. And yeah, that'd be a pretty bad situation if they were to do it like that. Especially just, since Ghosts and Goblins and games like that are already available on the virtual console for five bucks on Wii U. If we even get a virtual console. Well. Right. I think if they don't, they're dumb. I, it's Nintendo. They're dumb. No offense. True. But they don't like money. I will not argue that with you. Um, speaking of Capcom, Marcus, you said you wanted to mention something else. Oh yeah. Well, even after just a little while after they, um, went out and said that they have, that they are working on more switch games. We re- they recently announced, uh, that Resident Evil revelations, uh, one and two are coming to the switch later this year. So late 2017, but also PS4 and Xbox one versions are coming August 29th. Mm-hmm. So there we go. We already know there's another Capcom remake, and Capcom Capcom's really guilty of doing a lot of remakes this generation. We saw with like the DMC ones, uh, putting out um, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom and others. Uh, Mega Man. Yeah, there was the Mega Man Legacy collections yeah, too. Yeah, collections. Come on, mm-hmm. Matt. Oh, okay. Plural he doesn't even listen. But yeah, uh, what's interesting though is that Revelations One at least was a 3ds 3ds launch title, if not launch window. That was uh, a launch window. Yeah, because well, the 3DS was so weird. How Nintendo had the crappiest games on it with Pilot Wings Resort, Steel Diver, and three <laughs> versions of Nintendogs plus Cats <laughs> as but launch then, games. Yeah, yeah, and then you had a uh, yeah, Wait, but then like you look at third party. What doesn't that sound familiar to the launch you just yeah. had in March? Mm-hmm. Oh wait. 
Thanks, um, no, there's this I, thing called Breath of the Wild. No, there, there were more Nintendogs games than there were first-party games on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hey, Nintendogs, man. That was yeah, a but good then song. even on 3DS in the launch window, the, the third parties, there was like a Goat. I think it was a Ghost Recon game or a Splinter Cell game. I thought you were gonna say Goat Simulator. Yeah, I believe it was Ghost Recon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ghost Recon. And uh, yeah, the um, fucking the Resident Evil and Rayman, and there's a bunch of random stuff um, like Ridge Racer. But now there's a. Uh, but yeah, coming, it's coming back here because even the second one, I believe, was just a 360 and PS3 downloadable game, like digital game. So now it's coming back to a Nintendo platform, and it's cool. Like, I don't have a problem with, like, I say this is, I'd say this would be worth of worth the price that Street Fighter 2 was rather than just a fucking 20-year-old fighting mm-hmm. game with a shitty motion control uh, <laughs> side added to it. <laughs> that that first-person uh, but I, Yeah, I just really wish... Solid. Well, I don't know if they have went out and said pricing, but we'll see. It'll be 50 bucks. Probably. Guaranteed. I can't see them doing lower. But yeah. this is just, I think this is just only the beginning of Capcom making this a Switch a port machine for them. Yeah. Well, hopefully if um, these two Revelations and uh, Revelations 2 sell well, maybe they'll bring, they'll port 7 over, but that's probably a long shot, but you can hope. Mm-hmm. Probably not. I just did say it was a long shot, so. So, um, one last important thing For that Capcom. I know is very important to you two: the uh, the watching over of. Um, Wait, are we gonna finish? We there's one more Capcom news. We can just skip over this part. Nobody cares. Darmamu, I've come to bargain. We got two new Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite characters. Guess what? Are they X Men or Fantastic Four characters? No, nope. fucking course they're not. We got Dormammu and Firebrand. <laughs> Firebrand from Ghouls and Ghosts. Of course, but and Dormammu from Marvel Comics. None of them are X Men or Fantastic Four characters. Makes me upset. Sad. That's been your monthly update of where are the X Men in video games? <laughs> All right. <laughs> As I was saying, where are the X Men in video games? That should be our new segment. <laughs> our new segment. Where are the X Men in video? You want games? the X Men in video games? I'll go buy Ultimate Alliance back on the PS2. There you go. As I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Topic very important to you. Summer games. For honestly? Yeah. For what game? So Overwatch, obviously. For watching over? Yes, watching over. Nice. Honestly, I remember hearing because I got Overwatch um in probably November. I was seeing Uncharted, I just realized that. You're getting excited for the Lost Legacy, aren't you? Yeah, man. August That's 22nd. coming out. August twenty second. Matt, August. you need to at least play the Uncharted games. I do. He borrowed my Nathan Drake collection and never played it. I did, actually. I did. did. I got you, to chapter six of the oh, first game. Yeah, chapter. chapter he had it for like, like a year, and he got to chapter six of the first game. I did. That literally takes three minutes. I, nope, nope, couple hours. Yeah, if you're bad at video games. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, as I was saying, before what I was were you really saying? Interrupted. Mitch? I was talking about how I'm excited, really excited for the Overwatch Summer Games event. Why? Why? Oh, because he didn't have Overwatch didn't, back then. Exactly, and I, I all I heard was how good the uh, Lucio Ball brawl is, mm-hmm. and so like I'm super excited to try that out. You know, I never played it. Yeah, because you're a dumb boy. No. Mm. But there have been. Uh, do you know all the new stuff? What do you mean by new stuff? Or like the new things that they've added? Do you want me to list them off? Sure. Matt has them. I haven't. Uh, no, he doesn't have. Someone tells me Matt doesn't have them because he's a bad host. <laughs> he's a bad host. Right? I haven't actually looked into the details yet. Um, there was a developer update featuring Jeff Kaplan, everyone's favorite. Daddy? No, no, Dino Flask video. <laughs> Jeff Kaplan okay. is my daddy. 
Okay, we're moving on. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, Mike moved I away. I braced for this one. Mike moved away this time. Anyways, right. yeah, some of the highlights um, that were listed were that there will Lucio Ball is returning, um, but there will be also a new Lucio Ball map in other than the Brazil, Sydney. other than the Brazil one from last I time. Yeah, Sydney, Australia. And Lucio Ball will also have a competitive mode. So just like oh, comp- really? yeah, just like competitive mode uh, in regular Overwatch, that you have like ten placement matches. I'm not sure if it's ten, but you do have placement matches in Lucio Ball. And there's a you get a spray for uh, completing the placement matches. And if you're finishing top 500, you also get an exclusive Lucio Ball spray for being in top 500. Um, oh, that's cool. You can now buy. Uh, back when, yeah, back, so back when Summer Games was a thing, you could not buy the sprays with credits. You had to only unlock them in loot boxes. But now they're allowing you to actually buy the sprays, not only from last year, but from this year as well, for the new things that they add. Or, I said sprays, I meant skins, but I guess all the other items too. But the cool thing about this is, is that legendary skins during events normally cost 3,000 credits. But for the old skins, so like say the ones that they had for Tracer and Zarya and Lucio, you they're going to cost the same amount as legendary skins do regular. So 1,000 credits. While the newer ones... Uh, will be 3,000. Right, to help people that missed them last yeah. year, I guess. Which is cool. That's a good idea for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, in that, Jeff did tease that there will be a Junkrat and Mercy skin. So, Mike, Ooh, our mains. Yes. We're good. Mercy, here and we Junkrat, go. It's nice. Oh, if there's a Mercy skin, like, I'm going to play it all the time. Mm-hmm. Gotta unlock he said it. those. He said those outright, but and then he also hinted that uh, McCree and Widowmaker fans will be happy. And also, the event runs from uh, August 8th to the 28th. That's a pretty large uh, window. I don't remember if the other uh, events were that it was long. August second. It started August second, maybe to twenty second last year. I'm not entirely sure. It's it's about a month every single time. Yeah, well, yeah. This is great. I'm gonna play that for sure. You won't. But yeah, I'm. I'm Lucio Ball. If there's a mercy map. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Lucio Ball was really fun, especially when you would get glitched and there would be like an Anna in the map. Whatever the fuck, <laughs> it would happen all the time. It was really funny when you launch off the jump pad and then you accidentally hook another player as well. You end up on the second point of Ilios, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're also changing Solid. the way that the ultimate works in Lucio Ball. Where as previously uh, last year, the ultimate, the way that the ultimate worked is that when you got Lucio's ultimate and used it, the ball would uh, you'd suck the ball towards you. Um, but now it pretty much, uh, Jeff described it as becoming like Super Lucio, where I believe um, you your uh, alternate fire the L two where he has like a boop. whole blast of sound. Yeah, his boop uh, that recharges quickly. He has faster speed and he can jump higher, so stuff like that. Um, and that's pretty much it for summer games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to uh, play that for sure. But I'm Lucio Ball was cool. It was a really fun. Um, it was a really fun mode. Just like how they usually do for um, event modes. Same with Uprising and Junkrat's Tower of Terror. Did you play Halloween too? Were you in that? Oh, you weren't in Halloween either? No, I, I missed Junkrat's. It yeah. wasn't Tower of Terror. What was it? Junkenstein's Revenge. Junkenstein's Revenge. Yeah. Fucking Disneyland ride. Yeah. Um, yeah, Junkenstein's Revenge was yeah. amazing. I just really would. I just hope. I just want them to bring like Lucio Ball and Junkenstein's Revenge back. Or, But instead, they're like... No, it's like, you want Lucio Ball? You want the Uprising event? Uh, here's fucking Capture the Flag. The thing nobody <laughs> asked for back. <laughs> Let's give you that. Well, capture hey. the Rooster. Yeah, but now it's Capture the Flag. Yeah. Well, they, they did bring back uh, Lucio Ball, so hopefully for the uh, Halloween event, they'll bring back the Dragon Sand Revenge. Listen, if I wanted to play Capture the Flag, I would have downloaded Halo again. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, other than that, there was um, Doomfist. We didn't talk about it last week because we recorded on Wednesday, like we are again today. So we didn't get to play his uh, Doomfist yet, but he did come out on Thursday. And I haven't played. You him. haven't played as him. I played as him. Doomfist. He is a three-star hero because I never. I since I play on PS4, I don't get to try him on like the PTR or anything. But from playing, um, for I guess for perspective, the people who I usually like to play as are. Um, mainly like defense and tank heroes. So uh, Junkrat, May, Torbjorn, like Orissa, and <laughs> those Winston. first three you mentioned. Like, come on, Junkrat, May, yeah. and Torbjorn. People, like, <laughs> yeah, come three on. heroes that make me want to hang myself. Right? You know, I, Mark just likes annoying people when you, right? yeah. you lift those three. It's the best thing. Ugh. I'm not really too much about attacking, but I also I also do play Soldier seventy six a lot. Um, and even healers, uh, pretty much Lucio and a lot of Zenyatta lately. Did you see my Ooh, eye really? rolls? Did you see my eye roll? I didn't. Oh. Who are you eye rolling? Soldier? Yeah. Well, everybody plays a soldier. Are you he's a one-trick soldier main? Mm-hmm. He's just a basic... Matt, you don't even play Overwatch anymore. I don't. I play um, games. Zenyatta's good, though, so I definitely... Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's pretty much who I play as. So, when you, if you want to take into account my skill level, I'm not even... I barely even play competitive that much. So, this is all coming from, like, quick play. I don't even think he's available in competitive just yet. But he's not, no. Yeah. Doomfist is... Month. Yeah, he's a three-star hero, and he's really difficult to, like, get, a, get the hang of. He has, uh, his three abilities are pretty much like an uppercut, a charge, uh, where you like charge his fist and then he does like a Reinhardt style charge, but not as, uh, he doesn't go as far as a Reinhardt would. And then his last one is pretty much a, he has like uh, an arc where he like goes from, say he's like standing and then you press your R1 if you're on a PS4 controller, he'll do like a little leap and slam the ground and pull enemies towards him. But say you like you uppercut and you're, uh, in a high area, he'll, um, that that uh slam to the ground he does will do a very uh will do a very more powerful uh very more very powerful. more powerful what the fuck very more yeah, powerful he'll do a very more powerful version of that i'm not okay. a writer but <laughs> yeah so i find it the thing though that i find is that it's it's very weird the way that he moves i feel like he's so fast that you can barely tell where when he like st- say if he uppercuts where if he, when he starts from the ground and he goes back up. I was telling you this earlier, yeah. where you just see like a bolt of lightning go by and you barely know where you're getting hit from because even when he because char- his um fist attack when he charges you it not only just punch he not only just punches you he also sends you flying back and if you get and if you get hit into a wall it, that'll also do like a shit ton of more damage to you. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly getting like stunned from that. And he's very annoying to play against. I would say if you if you don't know what you're doing, and if they do know what you're doing, yeah. Well, um, it's, it's very early on, right? So I think, like I was mentioning to you before, like I think we just need time to kind yeah. of learn his abilities and learn how to defend him and how to play as yeah. against him. But once again, he's very satisfying if you're able to pull off a lot of good combos with him, and he's very much like a fighting game style kind of character hmm. in terms of design and play style. But yeah, uh, I don't see him ever re- being a character. I would. Uh, move into like my mains or uh be as an attack hero that i would like to play as but mm-hmm. yeah he's a, he's a good character i would say yeah i'm i've never really played attack heroes very much either so i feel like i probably wouldn't like playing as him either mm-hmm. so but i'm definitely gonna try him out hopefully soon if i get time but um and if you anyone will let you pick him that's true i'm sure it's probably really hard to pick him <laughs> you can play 6v6 doom fists in the arcade <laughs> I took a second to think about that. Can you imagine just like, all the people charging? That's a mode that they have right now. Well, for sure. Six, yeah, six v six eliminations for Doomfist. That sounds cancerous. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that to yourself? Because you just love Overwatch so much. Yeah, that's it. Mm. 
Hmm. All right, Matt. Now what? Well, are we done? I think so. Are we done? Have you been playing anything recently? I've been playing tons of new games lately. Matt, we have to, like, force Matt to put on a segment. Right? No. I know my segments. Well, I've been playing a couple games lately. First, I played Until Dawn. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Hold on. Just to preface, this segment's going to be filled with games that came out, like, (laughs) one, 20-plus years ago, probably. Hey, Until Dawn was only, like, two years ago? But it's, like, fucking year-old games that we've been playing because... We're well, supported by new games and like nothing has been. Well, I've played much. a new game lately as well, called Hey Pikmin. Oh, hold on, but you said until dawn first. You can go for until okay, dawn. fine. Until dawn. Until dawn. Um, first thing I have to preference here is I really like those kind of games, as you guys know. So yeah, pretty much adventure style. Adventure games. styles like choose your own adventure yeah, style games as well. Too. Pretty much the Quantic Dream yeah. style. Heavy yeah, rain, Heavy Rain, controls. Life is Strange, those kind of games. Like I love those kinds. Matt, of games. I almost just wrecked your phone. If you want to pick that up on your couch. <laughs> Um, yeah, so previous, I really love those type of games. So when I first played this game, I was like, it didn't yeah, take much I've for me to hook either, me. So. Okay, I won't, I won't say anything with the spoiler stories. But uh, yeah, the story is pretty cool. I'm not going to say It takes a wild turn um, about three quarters into it. You finished it, yeah? Shh. No, I'm, relax. Don't say that. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Just, um, yeah, like, hopefully Marcus played it soon so we can talk about mm-hmm. the story. I don't yeah. know. You probably know about it. Do you, oh, I'm, do you know about the story? Aware. Okay. Yeah, I'm fully aware. Hopefully play Marcus. We can talk about it because, like, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, the gameplay is the classic, like, like you know, Heavy Rain walking. Like, it's so bad. You can't control it. Like, that's how, like, all those games are. But you just got to deal with it because, you know. Yeah, the, you mainly want to play it for, like, the choices. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're playing before. And if you just get by, if you can get by the mental hurdle of walking around is so freaking annoying, it's a fun game. And it's really enjoyable. And the choices that you make in this game are more, like, in-depth than any other games I've played. Like, Heavy Rain, you could change the story, but, like, I felt like there was, a, like, a one, like, linear path that you had to take all the way. In this game, I feel like it branches off a lot more than that. This is a question I know you're going to answer. Or, or well, I you guess, ask me the question, This is I'll a question it. I know, or this is something I know you're going to either agree with or very hastily. The, the butts, they were modeled oh. very nicely in that game as well. <laughs> no comment. Aren't they, like, teenagers, Matt? <laughs> no, yeah. they're... No, they're, like, They're, 19. like, college. Yeah. yeah. Teenagers. Late teenagers. Well, there's some uh, activity, also well, sexual activity mm-hmm. in that game. So rated M for mature. Stupid. It, it better be rated M for yeah. mature. There's okay. there wasn't stupid sure. teenagers and whatever. also Mike. You said Heavy Rain was like more linear. I disagree. You're crazy, man. No, I'm not saying like entirely linear, but like the story had a pretty pretty straight arc mm. that had definitely had lots of branching arches. But I feel like this game has more. I. I I didn't mean it was linear like an Uncharted game was linear. I meant it was more linear compared to... Playing Until Dawn, you're going to find that it's... In the beginning, it become, it's very calm. It's very, like, whatever. Um, you're going to find it as, like... It, don't, don't, you know, don't the plot points you're going to feel Just like, like any other, you know, like, thriller movie. This yeah, was supposed yeah to be, it's, it's a perfect thriller movie. Yeah, this yeah. was supposed to be expected and this and that. I and enjoy blah, thriller blah, movies, blah. too, so How that's long is it? Oh, you can I beat it in. No, I literally beat it in like eight hours. Yeah, okay. it's not. Hard. There's ten chapters, and each chapter is about. The later ones are about an hour, but the earlier ones are less than that. Mm. Then you know the environments will will make you, you know, think you have to pay attention to every piece of dialogue in this game, yeah. um, in order to do things properly. Um, and then you know, well, three quarters into the the storyline, again, I'm not going to say more than that. You're going to look at it and be like, "Where the hell did that come from?" Kind of thing, right? It's um, yeah, like any of, game like this, pay attention. Yeah, pay attention yeah. The answers are the, like in Heavy Rain, right? The answers to, head to, the, to the spoiler at the Heavy Rain, it's there if you pay attention close enough. So yeah. same thing. Um, I never really do. I just like uh, I'll, I'll go there and then I'll be like looking around the environment. Like, oh, let me pick up this cup. Yeah. 
basically. But yeah, I was I was also hoping that this game had a lot of easy, easy trophies. Like heavy rain, it didn't have like the oh, platinum wasn't easy. A, no, fuck no. No, but I'm saying that like, there are a lot of trophies that you can yeah. get. But this game has barely any trophies. Is it not platinum? No, it's a ter- it's a difficult platinum. Damn it! I played through the game and I got like two or three trophies. I had to like do a couple of things yeah. again to just get a couple more. Like I was hopeful games. it was more, but it wasn't. So I can get all twenty eight endings or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> this game is like you know save everybody or whatever. So it's whatever. yeah. You, the, there are multiple different endings with different people and characters and whatnot, yeah. but it all depends on the end of it. Um, the, ne, you know what? Never mind. Just, yeah, just, yeah. Um, anyways, do you want to go next, sir? Yeah. With the game you've been playing, oh, uh, I finished Dishonored two last week. Did after you actually starting it in like December? Solid, nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was like eating away at me. I'm like, I can't, I can't like forcefully, like I have to forcefully like fucking make myself beat this game. Or else I'm never going to be able to like live with myself. <laughs> so, and I love Dishonored one, and I could think I could say that I like the first one better than this one, seeing as how this one barely hooked me. I don't know if it was like the story, or maybe it was because I was playing as Emily, and her powers weren't as intriguing to me as Corvo's were. Who did I play as? I played as Emily. Mm-hmm. I think most people probably played as yeah, Emily. Yeah, because you play as Corvo in the yeah. first one, so it's like um, do something but new. It, it was it's more Dishonored. It's a really good, really good game. But in order to do it, I pretty much just. Like I said, like fuck it, and I just threw everything, like threw balls to the wall, and straight up just went and murdered everyone. <laughs> I stopped trying to be stealthy, and I just murdered everyone, so that way I could just get yeah. to the end of this game. So, yeah, that's one of the problems I always had with those games. It's kind of like if you didn't feel like being stealth, you could just run in and just start yeah. killing everybody. And then they're, like the game was less. I felt like the game was less fun if you weren't being stealth. I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe it was yeah. just me. Because yeah, it definitely is a lot of fun when you're. It's fun when you're playing stealth, and even when you're getting caught, and you have to like just murder yeah, everyone. Yeah, it's yeah. still a fun thing. Right. But yeah, I was just charging through and just trying to get to the end, and I still enjoyed myself. But because it took me like two hours to do that, rather than the other like twelve, it probably would have taken me to get to the end. Of yeah. Because I stopped at like chapter six or something, which was pretty close to the end. Out of like yeah. eight or nine, I think. But yeah, other than that, I've been playing now Paper Mario Color Splash, everyone's okay. favorite Wii U game. <laughs> I'm like, might as well just, before I send this off to the pastor, to shoot in the head, just like, <laughs> get it off, uh, get one more game out of it. And, um, uh, paper, like, people have been complaining um, recently about the Paper Mario series over the past couple of years since Sticker Star came out. Uh, how everybody it, hates Sticker yeah, Star. Yeah, everybody. Because what Paper Mar- the Paper Mario series has done is pretty much go further and further away from it being like an RPG, where you don't really even get to level up your... Uh, you don't get to choose what to level up anymore. The um, attacks are all pretty much... Um, you collect... Uh, in this game, at least, you collect cards. So say you collect like a boot or a hammer or a... Um, or like an iron boot, whatever, just like variations on boots and hammers pretty much, or like a fire flower in order to um, do attacks and you pretty much just get these by collecting and hitting blocks or hitting uh, hitting things with your hammer in the overworld. And rather than being an RPG where you get to um, choose each attack for like each um, enemy as you could before, you pretty much just pick the cards or what it was in Sticker Star, the stickers, and it's applied to like all the enemies. So it's very much a, it's very simplistic, but in this game specifically, the um, card combat is so annoying because what happens is on you're on the gamepad and fuck now I remember why the gamepad was so annoying. <laughs> the cards are all uh, re- laid out to you in the gamepad, and you have to choose which ones. And since this game relies on like paint and recoloring the entire 
um, town. Uh, some cards are painted, some cards aren't. So you have a paint meter, and you have to paint some cards. So you get on the gamepad, you have to scroll through all of your cards. They're not, like, organized in any way. You can't filter them. You pretty much have to fucking scroll with your fingers, and sometimes you're re- you're misarranging the cards. Misarranging a word? No. Miss. I wanted to say rearranging, but I'm not, I'm not I don't rearranging. Think, I don't think misarranging is a word. I'm going to go with misarranging as a word. No. Okay, continue. Mm. If irregular can be a word. I'll allow not it. Irregular. I'll, I'll allow it. Continue. I won't allow it. Shut up, Mike. I'll allow it. Continue. So I'm misarranging these cards <laughs> with my with my fingernails and shit because I'm touching the gamepad. Because the stylus is like way too slow to use this thing. And yeah, it's just really annoying having to put all the fo- uh, put all the cards there. And then having to swipe. Then you have to swipe up. So it's pretty much the process to attack one enemy. If you want to do one simple jump on an enemy, rather than pressing A... Like you could in like Thousand Year Door or whatever. You have to first, you have to wait for everything to load first of all. Then you have to go select your cards. You have to scroll through everything. Select your boot. uh, Say yes. Then you hold it to color in the boot. And you say you're ready. And then you flick upwards to get to the boot onto the TV screen. And then you wait for Mario like be like, oh fuck yeah, I'm using a boot. And then he walks up to the enemy. And then you have to, then you do like the classic rhythm that you would in Paper Mario where... You press A in order for him to get the rhythmic stomp in order to... Mm. You know what I mean? Sounds like, you a, lot press, of, like, yeah, sounds like a lot yeah. of useless work. Yeah, so if they had cut all that out entirely, I would have been fine with it. But, yeah, I don't really care about what people say, how Sticker Star and um, Color Splash, they're pretty much garbage games, at least Sticker Star. Um, I find them okay as, like, they're pretty much adventure games now. And I like that. I like the art style. Uh, like, it's especially on Wii U, this game looks fucking beautiful. And, yeah, coloring in everything in the overworld is a cool mechanic with your paint. And the, I'm, uh, I, what am I? I'm almost like two paint stars in. You have to collect six paint stars at the second one. Uh, it's uh, probably around maybe 30 hours, I'm going to guess. The total game? Yeah, I was looking on howlongtobeat.com. <laughs> Great website. Um, I've used it before. Yeah, uh, I used list, it for until then. Yeah, it lists it around thirty hours. So, and also, I'd say biggest uh, part, big, my favorite part of the game is the writing. The writing in this game is fucking <laughs> impeccable. You have to you just look at, just look up some of like Paper Mario Color Splash's best yeah. moments. Oh, I was sending Mike some of them. It was great. They're pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, you have a toad that just like I forget what it is, but the toad just ran. <laughs> You, like, do something for the toad, and he's so excited, and he's just like, yeah, boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's your classic. One of the best things, I'll say my favorite one, um, was you you have to rescue a toad. You have to rescue, like, a bunch of toads that are just locked in a house. So you recolor the entire, you repaint the entire house, and then all of the toads just come flooding out. And there's just one toad that just comes out, (laughs) like, a couple seconds later than everyone else. And he's like, oh, thank God you rescued all of us. (laughs) It got really awkward in there because all of the toads. Anyways, I'm going to move to a different town now. <laughs> uh, okay. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to play it, but... The, uh, the writing in it is just so good, man. Yeah. That's really good. Nintendo's actually uh, digging into the humorous side. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Localization is on far, is on point. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah, but I, yeah, I have no interest in that game. Yeah, boy. <laughs> it's a new thing now. I um actually have played other things. Counter Strike. Counter Strike. No, no, I've played other things in Counter Strike this League week. League of Legends. Halo. Or Dota. Dota. No. Dota Two. No. Death. Halo. No. Halo Two. No. Destiny. No. Destiny Two. Did you no. play Wolfenstein yet? 
Oh, yeah. No. Did you play more than the first 10 minutes? No. Finish Uncharted. Bioshock? Bioshock. No. <laughs> okay, let them talk. <laughs> <laughs> you look, you guys looking over at my shelf. Off. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. No. PUBG? So, I did I did play some Counter-Strike this week. Of course, of course. As per the usual. Um, I did play... I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. 8 Deluxe on my Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Solid game. I started Dead Rising 4. Absolute phenomenal. Mmm super random I saw it on my shelf I'm like you know what let's do it let's do it today so I picked it up started it killed a whole bunch of zombies and it's honestly a lot of fun I'm, I'm looking forward to to popping it in again sitting there just just murdering things you know you can just it's one of those games you gotta just sit back relax yeah. make stupid weapons and just kill everything so it's like Hyrule Warriors right where it just, there's like just massive enemies and you just like cut through them you like just cut nothing. through them yeah, yeah. My, so never played Dead Rising one of my favorite weapons right now like you get it right in the beginning and this is an older an older weapon from the older games you grab a sledgehammer you played Dead Rising right I've played yeah Dead Rising 2 and a yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. 3 so you'll remember this um, sledgehammer you strap grenades to the front and it doesn't do, safe. it doesn't do what you think it does it actually just makes everything explode um uh, like around you, it doesn't affect you at all, and then you it makes no sense. You slap the ground, and like a wave of yeah, cause, explosions. Because that's how physics works. Yeah, but a lot of fun. Honestly, a lot of fun. Um, it has a super random story. Like it's it's like right in the beginning, <laughs> there's this girl who took you out. She wants you to start reporting again, and uh, uh, Frank, and uh, you go to the secret military base that apparently are like creating zombies or something. This is in the first like thirty seconds. Okay. So I'm not spoiling anything. Can you not write on my table? Thanks. Anyway, you gotta. Wow, Mike. So you, you're gonna try to like uncover it, and then you um, you, you, it's fantastic. Just go mm-hmm. go play it. Mm-hmm. It's not that expensive anymore. Game's been out for a bit, but honestly, it's a lot of fun just to just screw off. And if you want something to just like, you know, just sit on your couch, just hang out with, you know. Yep. You can also do that with Howard Warriors. Mm-hmm. Solid game. I would say Hyrule Warriors is more you don't you can just or the any Warriors game you can just um you don't need to be paying attention to anything that's <laughs> you're just funny. mashing buttons yeah Dead <laughs> Rising at least from what I remember playing into Dead Rising was more of the combat isn't just like tap 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 because it was at least in two it was a bit more sluggish so mm-hmm. you have to it's, actually yeah the Dead Rising games are a little sluggish mm-hmm. and the that controls. you also have like the side missions that you're doing I don't know if they ever if they changed this format in three or four where you uh, have there's a lot of like time based um no it's still the same oh yeah still so the same. yeah you have to like complete a mission uh, side mission within only a couple of couple of minutes or however yeah. long you're doing it it's still uh, it's still that's the why same. I never really I never finished two I played maybe a quarter of it because yeah. yeah I didn't really like the format of it yeah yeah but honestly it's a but, lot of yeah, fun yeah the weapon customization is always what's cool yeah it's a lot of fun um definitely something that I'm gonna be continuing within the next week maybe I'll stream it I don't know I haven't decided yet twitch.tv slash nightmaremc two eyes yeah I'll link it in the description other than that Mike had one more game Mike had an actual an actual, new, game. actual new game I'm the yeah. only one who's actually playing new games now what? hey Pikmin hey oh. Pikmin. So, tell us about it. Is it as easy as everyone says it is? Um, I wouldn't say it's easy. It's more just like the solutions to the puzzles are like stupid and frustrating. Like, I remember a couple times you have to like backtrack all the way to the beginning of a level and then go all the way back to the end to get something and then go right back and it's just like, why do I have to do this? Right? There's not creative. Sometimes I feel like the levels, like, they're kind of really lazily designed. 
there's not a lot of thought that goes into them. They're just kind of like follow the path. Oh, here's a branch. Here's a branch. There's not like I remember you played Tropical Freeze, right? Yeah, obviously. Oh, one of the best. That game was great, right? One of the best games in the past yeah, couple of years. I felt, uh, this game had the potential to be that. Like in terms of no, just I don't the, think so. No, in terms of like the platforming, but like the, like just the way they they design the levels is just not even as close. Well, if it is it, it Pikmin in the sense, is it a two D strategy game or is it a two D? No, 2D that's platformer? the thing. It's it's not a strategy game. Like the the puzzles, like they're not they're not like Pikmin puzzles. You know, it's not like we're in like Pikmin three. They throw you into this open world. You can go wherever you want. It's not like that. When you start a level in this game, you have no Pikmin on you. You have to find the Pikmin in the world, and they only give you the Pikmin that fits that level, right? So you have to go to a certain area. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All thing that I another thing that I found weird was like it has the double screen thing. I don't know if you've ever seen gameplay of it, but it does it's a double a screen. Called the DS. Thing. No, but like not all games that have the 3DS have a double screen because like the world the the screens are one, so like you go from one to the other mm-hmm. seamlessly. But like, I always hate games like do that because it's tough to like to to what is to decipher the depth. I guess is the way of saying mm-hmm. it. So many times an enemy has come through for the top screen, and I thought I had more time than I did, and then it killed me because I didn't realize it. Maybe that's just me being an idiot. Which is possible, but like I always hate games that do that. So that's the only reason why I hate it. I actually wrote down a couple of things here. That, uh, another thing I hate, you know, when Pikmin, like when Pikmin dies, you hear that sound, like mm, yeah, you know? they turn into ghosts. And yes, they, yeah. in this game, the enemies make that sound. Hmm. So like every time an enemy dies, I'm think, oh, I just lost a Pikmin, but I didn't. And it's probably the most annoying thing. Just imagine yeah. this. It, it doesn't make any sense you're why they would be constantly killing enemies and you think you're constantly yeah. losing your Pikmin. And especially since in, in these levels, like, I'm going to Pikmin 3, you could have, like, hundreds of Pikmin at your mm-hmm. side at once. Right? In this game, you can have, like, max 20, I think. So, like, if you lose a Pikmin, it's a pretty big deal because you don't have that many. And, like, it's just really annoying when the enemies die as the same death sound as the Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really dumb. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on Pikmin. But overall, like, I'm on the seventh world, I think, now. I've only put in, like, seven hours, though, so it's a pretty mm-hmm. short game. Is it worth it? Um, no. Hmm. Yeah, there was that and Metopia. Yeah, that came out too. I have didn't get that though. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm 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 liking it, but like, would I if I if I knew what I knew now, would I still buy it? No. Hmm. I would definitely wait for a Black Friday deal or something to pick it up. So if you're interested, for all those listening, if you're interested in this game, wait for a deal, and then pick it up. Twenty five, thirty bucks. Deal it's worth no. it's worth that. It's not worth fifty. Deal or no deal. Howie Mandel. Don't shake his hand. Don't shake his hand. He will be mad. Also, earlier I was saying that when I was talking about that word, what word did I make up? Misarranged. Misarranged. I was saying if irregular can be a word. I meant irregardless. That was eating away at me. Because irregardless doesn't make any fucking sense. I never heard of that term before. Me neither, actually. It's a word, but it just means... What does it mean? It's pretty much just fucking regardless. That doesn't make any sense. It's an informal way of saying regardless. Okay. Okay. That's definitely like a slang word that yeah, made, that's that's what, made its way into the dictionary. Yeah. I'm going to be totally honest with you. The uh, entire time you were talking about uh, Pikmin, um, you said Donkey Kong, or you said Donkey Kong, one of you said Donkey Kong before. Mm-hmm. So in my head, Cruise. all I had in, in playing in my head was bum, 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 theme song mm-hmm. was just going, I don't know. It's great. That, that's not weird at all. You should listen to me when I talk. I'm very intelligent. Have you played Tropical Freeze? No, I haven't. Oh man, it's one of the best, best games ever. I'll say it right there. Probably the best game of all time. You know, I also made an observation recently. For all the games that I've, like, my favorite games of all time, I max out at 180 hours. 180? 180. For some wow. reason, I don't know why. It happens with all the games. Twilight Princess, 180. Overwatch, 180. Mario Kart 8, 180. 
Hyrule Warriors, 180. It's funny because ET it's, for the Atari, 180. 180. I don't know. I get the 180, and for some reason, Breath of the Wild, 180. I stop playing it's, every game. It's funny because I just hit like 700 hours of Counter Strike. It's because once you play the game for 180 hours, you make a 180 and you go and play something else. Oh, now Matt, we have to end the podcast right now. But yeah. That was just too good. What are we gonna say? Matt, make a 180 and get us out of here. Perfect. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Tune in next week. Fridays at the normal time that we usually upload, which is global version, and whenever uh, it finishes exporting, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you again soon. Email us questions, concerns, comments, anything at nothing but games podcast at gmail We'll see you next week. Last thing before we go, I just want to say we are only four weeks away from Life is Strange. Everybody, who is pumped? Life is Strange oh, came yeah. out a couple. Uh, Life is Strange before the uh, storm. For the there you go, Marcus. Four weeks. Who's pumped? I am. Let's go. Bye. Take care. Chloe's coming back. Max is two in the bonus episode. Bye-bye. Bye.